Hi there, and welcome again to The Warm Down. We're here for episode 10, where we'll be previewing the upcoming Premier League season and going through the first week's fixtures. Uh, today, you'll be hearing from myself, P, and Remy. Before we get into the Premier League and the fixtures, we have to talk about today's current affairs, massive news, and that is regarding Lionel Messi. He's completed his transfer to PSG. Remy, I'm going to ask you, how do you feel about that? And how, how do you think that has an effect on the world of football? Um, it nearly happened last, was it last summer? To, I think to Man City. Um, this one kind of came out of nowhere because he had agreed to sign, he agreed to deduct his wage because Ambassador fucked at the moment. Um, so he's willing to take the pay cut. And it was all kind of sorted and <laughs> out of nowhere, it just kind of blew up a couple of days ago. Um, he did a press conference yesterday, balling, saying his goodbyes, like Javi was there, Puyo was there. Um, so it was a kind of a surprise, man. Um, look, it's done now. It's, it's going to be weird to see him in another team. Um, good news for, for Poch and PSG, obviously. Messi... Neymar and Mbappe now up front, you would, I think, if you go to look at the bookies, I think they might automatically jump to the top of the table for favourites to win the Champions League. So, yeah, it's it's a surprise, but look, in my opinion, he's the best player in history. So, it's, it's a great signing for PSG, obviously, even at the age that he is at now. Um, look, his job is to bring them in the Champions League and on a free transfer, the best player in the world. I don't think you can complain. I totally agree. Um, I mean, I thought the deal was done in regards to Barcelona. Obviously, both parties thought that everything was okay until La Liga intervened uh, last minute. Um, the transfer to PSG is not surprising. The clubs out there that would be capable of taking him at that point, even though on a free transfer, paying those wages and things like that, yeah. I, I felt like there were only two, yeah. to be honest, and that was Man City and PSG. Um, he's ended the oil up, clubs. Yeah. He's ended up in France. Um, as you said, there's a new trident in France now that'll be the... What would it be? It'll be the M&M. The M&M. Yeah, yeah, it's the M&M. Dangerous, dangerous uh, front three. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see whether they can outperform the MSN. Yeah. Because, I mean, Suarez, in terms of the players, obviously Messi and Neymar is, is the replacement in Mbappe. Yeah, he slotted into that centre-forward role. Like, yeah. Like it was nothing. He just adapted in it because at Liverpool, he was a bit more of, Sorry, he, he, he turned to a striker more at um, Barcelona. At Liverpool, he was more that centre forward that was given a role where it was relaxed. He was allowed to do many different things, make things tick and, and stuff like that. Where at Barca, he was more the focal point in front of goal. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Mbappe is probably going to be that now. The, the, obviously, the only interesting thing is seeing Mbappe's situation. How we know what happened in the summer with him. Obviously, we know about the stories with Giroud as well and just little signs of his personality going in a way of, of that you don't want it to go. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I worry maybe about that a bit and obviously his future, which I think he's not signing a contract. So by next summer, he'll probably move on. So it's interesting in that way, but obviously Neymar and Messi have played together before. They're good friends. Um, so it's exciting, man. And as I said, I'm sure automatically, that, along with the sign, let's not forget Donnarumma, Ramos, Wijnaldum. It's been a fantastic summer for them. Let's be honest. It, it, this is going to be the best transfer window ever yeah, this, for a club. This is football manager, FIFA. No, but this is free signings though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, but this is what I'm saying. It's like FIFA football manager because only in those sort of games could you ever get these players for almost nothing. You yeah. work some crazy deal or something to get them for cheap. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's astonishing. Um, to be honest, the Mbappe situation that we have heard about is, let's say, restlessness in his approach to to dealing with teammates and things like that and, and his ambition as well. But, as you just said, they've got Hakimi, they've got Donnarumma now, Sergio, well, Sergio Ramos, Wijnaldum. Mm. You factor in those players, obviously they've got Mbappe, Messi and Neymar. Uh, Di Maria is still there, they've got yeah. Verratti. Yeah, they've yeah, got exactly. an unbelievable... Marquinhos, you add that to what they had yeah, already. Unbelievable team. Yeah. If they go on to win the Champions League, if they can dominate their league, Champions League, and possibly do the treble, I don't see any reason why Mbappe wouldn't look at them as now the superpower in Europe because the money they're going to offer, not many teams are going to match it anyway. If they can elevate themselves in terms of football status mm. on the pitch, yeah, I, I, I could definitely see them signing another contract. But yeah, that, that yeah, means yeah. they have to or at least get to the final and show real, real promise. Uh, get, do the double and get to the final of something else. Yeah, I mean, look, we'll speak about some people with contracts later, like Harry Kane and, and Paul Popper probably when we go through the clubs. But I don't know if you just get in a situation where he's happy or, or, or you know what I mean, he's enjoying his football and then think, all oh, right, I'll come back to the table and I'll sign a new contract for another five years because they're so hard to get out of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think Wenger did say that, you know, contracts... People ain't gonna sign them no more because the transfers are becoming so high. It's it's hard to 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 move on. But then so, wouldn't you look at Haaland now? Now he's obviously he's got a clause. Right? Yeah, he's got a clause. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing: Mbappe is open to negotiating a new contract. If he says I want a clause inserted in there, it's then down to PSG. How much do you want to keep Mbappe? Mm-hmm. Now, if you're willing to say, you know what, we could get another two years out of him, mm-hmm. and in that third year, mm-hmm. you're allowed to go for this price, which is kind of the case with Haaland. Mm-hmm. Why not? If that can put them in a position where I feel PSG, the money that's in that club and has been invested into their squad, why not try and push to win your Champions League, try and be dominant for a period? And the, like how Liverpool were a few seasons back. Obviously, kept reaching the final or nearabouts of the Champions League. Then they won their league, yeah. won the Champions yeah. League. That sort of effect can really propel them. And I feel in the future, it won't be so much just about the money, the attraction. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear you. I, I think, like, I know Poch has his critics and, and, and obviously what, what level can he take PSG to, winning trophies and is it possible on them? But I think the one thing that I've noticed with with... Obviously, I, he was at my club, so I, I know how he kind of works with people. He's, he's, people get along with him. Um, and I think you can see that. I think there's 
has been a little more humble as thought to um, Neymar's game, where I think I just, he just didn't have a good relationship with Tuchel before. And you look up Tuchel's gone on to do at Chelsea. So I think going back more to Messi, I think they, they, as a club, they're in a better position where I think to go just to approach this season, I think under under Poch, as I said, it, they seem like they, they're willing to work hard. Um, and Mbappe's form under Poch has been very good. He's been a clear stand-up player. Um, do you feel Lionel Messi can fit into that approach that Poch kind of takes? Or will he bend his system to accommodate? No, I've, it's I've, not to say Messi doesn't work hard, but... No, nah, but yeah, you know, know his areas yeah, that you know what he wants he does. to leave him, yeah, he, his I, energy. I, I think that's a discussion that he has so much power in the game. I think that's a discussion you'll have with Poch and say, look, you know what I did at Barca for the last four years? I haven't run around like a dog and, and hunted people down whenever I've decided to do it in, in spurts and reserve my energy. Look, if that's the case and he, he, that's something he can't do or, or potches, don't find that acceptable, especially playing out wide, he might move into a free role. He might move into a, to a false number nine position and play Mbappe and Neymar either side of it. That, that, that's possible, man. Um, I, I think there's a good there's a good chance of of, of him doing that. So, yeah, I, I look. I think as PSG fans are going to be super gassed and excited about this. So, um, yeah, going forward, it's very very exciting to watch the Champions League and see how PSG do. Obviously, with Man City. If they haven't finished their business and they do still Kane, then I mean them two teams you would look at kind of destined to meet deep into that competition and them two will be clear standout favorites, I think. Totally agree. I agree. Uh yeah, so we'll move on now um to the Premier League preview. So we're gonna be looking at what's gonna be the club's season's objectives and what would be a good season for each team. We're going to take it in alphabetical order. So we'll start off with my team, uh, Arsenal. Um, and I think the main kind of point we have to look at with Arsenal is have we got an advantage over other top clubs in no Europe this year? Uh, to be honest, before you go into that, we're, we're, how we're going to look at each team, we're going to look at... Um, What's their season objectives? What would be a good season? Where they need to strengthen still with the market still open until I think three, four games into the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's what we're going to do with each team. So we'll start with Arsenal. But yeah, go, go back to your question about Europe. No, no Europe is an advantage. Uh, as I was saying, um, pros and cons. No Europe gives you time to focus on the league and try and get into a better position, especially for Arsenal because we need to get back into Champions League. But the strength of the club at the moment, Europe would have been helpful in the transfer market. And the remainder of the time we have left, that additional money, I mean, we're trying to stump up cash for Madison at the moment. It seems that's the number one target and we're having to offload players to be able to sanction that deal. Whether that will happen, we'll see. But I think that money that we could have got with European football would have definitely helped. 
But the advantage over the other top clubs, I, I'd have to sway towards we, we don't have one. And that's just simply through the strength of our squad. Um, it's not strong enough where I feel we could really mount a challenge in the league just due to the fact that we don't have Europe. Where when Chelsea didn't have Europe, they had unbelievable players. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. I hear what you're trying to say. Um, but so, so saying that, what would you find, what would you feel going on at the club inside the discussions with the manager, with the board? What do you feel is an acceptable acceptable season for Arsenal? What do you think is a, a, a realistic objective? Um, an acceptable season for Arsenal, always. With how recent seasons have been going, we've got to try and push back into the top four. I think at no point should you dim your objectives or targets because of the current affairs. At the end of the day, the status of the club does command that we try and look for those kind of positions. The fact that we we all know everybody wants to win the league. Arsenal are no different, but the status of the club would put you in that bracket too. We have to be realistic. Mm. We're not going to, unless we pull off a Leicester or something, magically win the league. But getting back into Europe, the benefits of being in Europe, the player attraction, the money, that's something that we need. Whether that's the Champions League or Europa League. Obviously, Arsenal fans would love to be back in Champions League, me, myself. But um, if it can only be the Europa League, it still makes a difference. It's that To me, the attraction of playing in Europe for a lot of players, we, we've seen over the years teams miss out just because you're not in Europe and things like that. And I think Arsenal have had to deal with that over recent seasons. We may not know everything, but I think there may be second or third choice options that have been signed because the first choice isn't looking at Arsenal as an attractive proposition right now. Well, I'm going to ask you two questions. Um, first of all, I'll, I'll talk about your signings and that will lead on to um, more the, the, the final bit of the question about Arsenal. Um, ben White, 50 million Lokonga from um, Anderlecht for around 15 and Nuno Tavares being brought in a, a new left-back, um, young Portuguese international, um, under-21 international as far as I know. Um, signings like that, and, and we would say that Arsenal need to do... So, first of all, what's, what's the more business that Arsenal needs to do from now? What is the main area that you need to target? Obviously, with rumours about a new number 10, mm-hmm. um, Madison, um, Odegaard, the two links... Old guard here and looking unlikely at the moment, but um, you never know that things can change in the window. Does that, is that the area you need to improve for you? Well, we need to get uh, another keeper. Okay. Because we've only got Renison at the club, and I think in the time he played, you can see that he's not quite at the level required uh, without, without, bashing, yeah, without, without bashing the guy he's Um we need a second choice keeper so that's a must um, I'd say an attacking midfielder is definitely needed and I believe another central midfielder as much as we've got Lukonga in I don't know too much about the kids he's been given a lot of uh, praise by Vincent Company, who obviously worked with Arteta mm. Um 
Arteta seems to trust in what he has to say. Vincent Kompany's already said he's the best central midfielder in the league. Now that's a bold statement to make. But at the end of the day, that's all potential and promise. Mm-hmm. He looked decent in the friendly against us, to be honest. Yeah, he, from what I've seen of him, he's tidy. I mean, he... he, he He'll well, work hard as well. Yeah. What I like, though, is when he moves the ball, he'll compete, compete. He, but he, he takes up other positions. Mm. He doesn't ever just watch his pass. That, that's nice to see. I like players that are like that because at the end of the day, in terms of ball rotation and possession, it's always important to keep moving and keep um, plugging holes. Um, yeah, but I do feel we need to stabilise that area. Somebody alongside Partey who may be injured. Uh, I think he's definitely injured at the moment. Sorry? I think he's definitely injured. No, no, we know he's injured, but I mean, for how long? Oh, for how long? Yeah, so he could be out for a while. If that's the case, then we definitely need to get yeah. another central midfielder. I think that area... Would Jack stay in? Happy about that? Or would you, would you prefer your club to cash in and, and move on? Um, to be honest, sounds crazy, but I kind of like Xhaka. Like, And that's just for the fact that there's not a lot of honest players, I feel, left in the game. That I'd say, especially in my opinion, European players. I think in Europe, because of the money that goes through the systems and things, there's not many players with that old school mentality. And Xhaka, no matter what people want to say about his um, limitations and capabilities, he goes out there to win games. Mm. He has the right attitude. Even down to his falling out with the Arsenal fans, it came from, to me, not the right place, but... There was a lot of online abuse, which I don't think any player, any individual should have to deal with. Mm. And he's only human. Uh, to vilify him for that, I mean, a lot of us do that at home. We get bad comment and we react. So, um, yeah, that, that's by the by for me. In terms of his performances for Arsenal, hasn't always maintained that level. But I feel when we've needed him, he's been the player to step up to the plate. Even last year, there was a point where he filled in at left-back. And I mean, when I first heard he's going to play left-back, I was thinking, oh my gosh, this guy's got no pace. We're in trouble. But it's like he focuses on a task and he may get things wrong, but it's that focus and that willingness to want to do what his manager asks him or what's required for the team. Mm -hmm. I think that's important for Arsenal. With the... We've got quite a young squad as well. With those young guys there, the mentality that he can bring I think is important. So, yeah, um, I would have preferred Locatelli, to be honest, if we could have pulled off that deal and let Xhaka go. But without, if we can't pull that off, the dictation of play that Xhaka does bring to Arsenal is important. I've seen it. I know he, he, he has his flaws, but they're more defensive flaws. In terms of ball progression and things like that, he's, he's a very good ball progressor. Um, and, and final question um, is the manager. Um, I don't think we've had your point of view on him, really. Um, but the pressure's on Arteta now a bit more this season. Um, and, um, yeah, how, how, how do you feel? What do you feel about his chances to get to the to the finish line? Because I think if we looked at favourites to get the sack up, I, I don't know, I haven't looked there, but I think he'd probably be up there. Um, you might not agree, Um I'm not saying he's top of that list, but I, I think the pressure at Arsenal is high. With no Europe as well, coming off the back of not being in Europe for the first time in, was it 25 years or something? What do you feel about the manager? 
Um, I, I like Arteta. I mean, he is inexperienced, so that will always go against him when things don't go right. People are going to look and say, well, maybe you need to get somebody who, who knows their onions a bit more, has, has been there, done it. But when it comes down to it, I've said for a while, I'm not a fan of the Cronkies. I don't believe they help our club in any way. If he goes, Arteta, I don't see it changing. I believe there's bigger issues and Mm. the people in charge of the club, the only way that those issues are rectified is if they want to come out of the club because they have control. But they are the issue, in my opinion. And maybe it could come down to not enough wins or whatever, and we have to say goodbye to Arteta. But once again, I look at the targets. I look at the players that we've brought in in recent seasons. Yeah, the rumours are that you're, you're willing to spend some money this season. So that's where my thing is, the pressure pumps up. I mean, Ben White, 50 million. But let's be honest, if we're willing to spend money this season, we spent 50 million on mm. Ben White. And now we're scraping coffers together to get Madison. Yeah, but it's a lot of money. That's rumoured. Yeah, but so it's not really coppers. It's a lot of money. Yeah, but my thing is, if we're talking spend money, mm. you don't announce you're willing to spend money and Aston Villa outbid you for players. That doesn't make sense to me. If, if you're spending money as Arsenal, yeah. we're not talking about mm. Crystal Palace saying we're going to spend money this mm. season. We're talking mm. about Arsenal. Yeah. Like even if Leicester said they're going to spend money and Arsenal said that you still expect Arsenal to flex a financial might over Leicester. Mm. But that's not been the case. So this is where these things that come out of the club, a lot of the time, I don't really go with any of it because <clears throat> as I was about to say before, you cut a snake's head off to deal with it. This is the problem at the club. We're going for the belly or trying to gut, we're trying to gut at the belly or, or go for the tail or something. I see where's he going. Yeah. By our managers, because at the end of the day, it's superficial. It's just a it's just a scratch. It's just a little knock on the club. Mm. But if your owners go, all of a sudden it feels like everything's in disarray. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, sometimes that's the thing that needs to happen. And I just look at it, if things are going left. To relieve the pressure on themselves, it will always be the manager that has to go. Because the ones above aren't going to take the responsibility of saying, we are hurting the club. So he's, to be honest, if he is not successful, he's doomed anyway. If there if there isn't a level of success bar what the club expects of him, if the fans aren't happy with it, there will only be one scapegoat at our club, in my opinion. Mm. So he could be in trouble this year, but we'll have to see. I mean, the sign-ins that we've gotten so far, I'm not jumping for joy. I'm not upset. We need to do more business, though. Um, we, we have to end this on um, prediction. Prediction for Arsenal for the season. Where do you think Arsenal will finish in the Premier League? This season? We're going to do this for every club, so... I could possibly... Get ready for it. Where, where do you think Arsenal will finish? It'll be six or seven for me. Um, with no Europe, with no Europe, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say sick. I'm gonna say sick. Um, place finish for Arsenal. Move on. Yep, yeah, we'll move on to Aston Villa now. Um, the villains. What to say about them? 
Yeah, yeah, it's been a it's been a crazy summer for them. Crazy, yeah. yeah. Eventful, man. The lad, Jack, the lad. He's gone. The god. Yeah, the goat. So whatever they want to call him. Yeah, their wife, <laughs> Greenish. Thank you. He's gone. I mean, they pulled a mantar at the bar. <laughs> Boy, daddy <laughs> eggs. <laughs> nah, but nah, they, they brought they brought in an eight after. Nah, good eight. good player, Danny. Bit seasoned, bit seasoned. We'll 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 look at the we'll look at the sign. Let's let's look at um Villa's window. Man. Daniel Wings. Um, interesting one. Mixed, I would say, just because of 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 man that has left the club, the captain. Boyhood fan, but but see this is the thing. Now, Emiliano Buendia brought in for about thirty-five mil from Norwich. Well, that was the one you was talking about, exactly. And I, you know, I'm a massive fan of Buendia yeah, since yeah, he yeah. came into Leo. Said this guy's fantastic. The numbers he puts up, even in Championship. To be honest, I thought that's what would have got you him. The fact that you've been after him for a little longer. The rumors, were yeah. But this up. is Arsenal Football Club, and we have the Cronkies. But yeah. Then we're on to Danny Ings. I mean, thirty around thirty mil. They needed another striker, man. I just didn't think it was going to be Danny. To be honest, very, very, very good. Great very good. Uh Leon Bailey Prime. for around thirty million again. <laughs> it's now, a crime. How they pulled that off? Fantastic bit of business for thirty million as well, man. I, my bedroom came to me and said, "Yeah, thirty million." I was like, "You're smoking." Well, I mean, you were smoking. Well, he was smoking. No, we're all smoking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then two free transfers. Ashley Young coming in from Inter Milan. Oh, loan for Twanzebi, but yeah. And, oh, sorry, uh, loan, yeah, for Twanzebi. Good signings, man. Yeah, good signings. I mean... Understandable signings, I would say. As, as we have to reiterate, the lad has left. So, and Tom Heaton. Tom Heaton went to United. Um, nice to Tom come back home yeah I mean Tom be happy Jack you're on the other side of the waters and I mean it'll, it'll be nice when they meet up to talk about Villa and how, things how, like that how, how, how do you think that impacts Villa what Jack leaving yeah although they've they've made some good signs how do you feel to be honest that? I think it's fantastic timing I think it's fantastic bit of business by them um there was a few seasons ago where they were holding out for a big bid from Tottenham. Uh, well, we know with Tottenham, with Daniel Levy, we were five million away. Like, no, I'm just thinking. Um, yeah, but we we're five million away. Um, we don't like to do business because we're tight bastards. But yeah. Well, this is the thing they've held out. They hit 100 mil. It was a release clause that he hit. They hit Minimum 100 mil they got. So, in the current market, especially with the pandemic and everything, you cannot be sniffing at that. Yeah, at nah, especially as Aston Villa, no disrespect to the club. They are a big club historically, but in terms of funds, I mean, you're not Man City, you're not mm. PSG, where you can just say, nah. His contract situation gave him the choice. So yeah. He could have a... They, once he said he wanted to go, they were never going to turn down the 100 million. Yeah. But this is the thing at the end of the day, I think it's a fantastic um, bit of business on their behalf because they've got a sizable figure in for um, Jack Grealish. Now, if we look at the signings they've made so far, they've spent roughly about 90 mil. Mm. So, and more expects to come in. They're looking at 
just the thing, they, they, they wouldn't have touched their kitty yet. Yeah. If we bring in the Jack Grealish money, that means that he's basically paid for Emilio Buendia, Danny Ings and Bailey. Yeah, so they're spending, what, plus? Yeah, so uh, they'd be in 60 million profit still. Mm. Now, I mean, it's good business on their behalf, as I said. But but the thing is, in terms of does this hurt Aston Villa, as you asked me, um, or does it help or, or discourage them? I'd say, as I said, fantastic timing. For me, they're in the perfect moment to let go of Jack Grealish. Mm. And that's because... They're improving. But they're not just improving. You know, obviously, they are improving now. But last season, we saw really competitive Aston Villa. Mm. They have one of the best keepers in the league, which we are absolute lunatics for letting go of mm. Emilio Martinez, mm. has to be said. Mm. Cash, very good. Two centre-backs had... They were a weird pair because Hansa, up until January, praising him through the roof. Mm. Then he kind of fell off a little. And then he kind of made Mainstrand a little more. So, But they've got two real decent defenders. Yeah. Um, left back's target target now they've got a bit of competition with Young you'd feel Young yeah. Young could cover both sides to be honest and he's come back to the villa so yeah nostalgia there um, McGinn in the middle McGinn this is what yeah McGinn Douglas Louise decent player Douglas Louise very good player in my opinion for his age he's a good player mm. um, McGinn yes one of the strongest um, midfielders there um I'm saying you factor in Bailey now and Buendia as wingers almost. Or we could have Buendia as the player just behind the striker mm, you and could. you put Ings up top. But then team. what about Watkins? What is it? Because I, I was impressed with Watkins last season. Not only Watkins, but this is the thing. They've got good headaches now. Yeah, and this that's, is what you want. That's, that's, that's football. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, no team tries to have minimal options. Yeah, yeah. You want the best options you can have. And, and I think that's what they tried to do no, with obviously And to have Jack. players happy as well, is important. Mm. I don't think Ollie Watkins is at a period in his career where he can demand that he always starts. If he's out of form, you don't just automatically... Yeah, it, it, I mean, last season, he didn't really have that choice. No, he had of course play. not. Yeah. This is the thing. But look, Danny Ings now. He'll know Danny Ings is a seasoned professional. Yeah. He'll know there's things he can learn of Danny Ings. Mm. He'll know when he goes through the difficult moments in the season, Danny Ings, that he's been there and done it before, where he can come back from that. There's a lot for Ollie Watkins to learn, I feel, still. He's very raw still. Good player. But Danny Ings, he's been there, done it, and he's, he's quality. He's a quality player to learn off. So, yeah, I think that's brilliant for them to... to I mean, who's, who's to say they could never, ever play together? Or anything no, they, like that? They, they could go 4-4-2. Four, four, yeah, so... I mean, Bundy on the right, Bailey on the left. It gives them options. They've got two workers in midfield so it would allow that kind of protection. Guys that could... Mings, um, Mings. McGinn's like a box-to-box kind of guy yeah. and Louise is more a holding midfielder. Um, Ollie Watkins had has played out wide so you can trust him in deeper and wider areas. Mm-hmm. Ings as well, man. I remember we were kind of linked with Ings and, and I said I wouldn't have a problem Ings kind of filling that right-hand side role. Um, with Son on the left and, and Kane up front where Kane was dropping deep allows things to kind of become a centre forward at times so no this is the thing harking back to your question anyway 
we look at it, you've just given so many options that they mm-hmm. have now. Mm-hmm. With Jack Grealish, you don't have all those options. Yeah. And don't get oh. me wrong, he's a fantastic player. Um, on the bench, Al Ghazi, who had a strong season last mm-hmm. season, um, improved anyway from the season before, much improved. Traore, who came in, and, and I thought he done well. He's a frustrating kind of character, the way that he plays. Very raw player, but he's good, man. He's yeah, a good player. Yeah, he is. And this is the thing, at the end of the day, they've got options, but I feel with Jack, it had to be designed for Jack. I mean, he's not he's yeah. not Lionel Messi. Well, he's their go-to man. Yeah, he's the good. Now, I feel there's so many go-to men. There's so many different people that you can rely on. Mm. Villa are, are a more stable side rather than just a dangerous side. I feel there's stability there now where I don't feel they're going to drop off. If they have a poor year, mm-hmm. a poor year means finishing away from Europe, finishing quite far away from those European positions. Yeah. That's that's poor. Where before you'd be like, oh, that's a good season for them. With with Jack, he's kind of carried them through. And I yeah. think that's how people felt, oh, Jack's carrying them through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at it from last year, they had good players around Jack that were complimenting what he's doing. And at the end of the day, now I just see more being added to the squad and it, to me it can only yeah, affect them positively. I, I agree. I think last season was was maybe not the first time but the first time in a while especially consistently that, that we've seen other players kind of shine for Villa where we were talking about other guys we were talking about um, Watkins we were talking about the defence we are talking about the goalkeeper as you said um, so Obviously, there was a bit of concern when he did get injured. You did see a tail off. They didn't look creative enough. It was a concern. But as you said, the players that they brought in now, as you said, options. I, I think that's 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 um that's a, that's a good thing for them. We'll quickly talk about objectives, um, and then we'll have our prediction. Um, what do you think Villa's aims will be? Uh, in this season, considering the money spent, obviously losing Jack. Villa's aims get into Europe. Really, you really think that's an objective now? That that's they've shown their ambition to do that. So that's what, hundred percent, what they're gonna expect at the minimum. I don't think expect at the minimum, but I think it's an aim. And at the end of the day, if they but finish what, what just they, outside, no, uh, they, if they finish just outside, same thing I was saying with Arsenal, where sixth or seventh, eighth, around those. So what makes a good season for Villa? Finish sixth, seventh, eighth. Sixth is the target. Seventh, mm-hmm. okay. Eighth, you push on. You maybe there's areas we need to improve, but you could have been unlucky if you were seventh. No, I hear you. I, I feel in and around that bracket, being close to Europe. If you don't quite make it, it's acceptable because you have just let go of your best player and you yeah. brought in guys that need to gel. And yeah, and but it's gonna take a the, period. The, the level of players that you are now looking at, mm-hmm. Liam Bailey, he he played European um, football mm-hmm. with Bayer Leverkusen. Mm-hmm. When Dia, I mean. He's played at a lower level for Norwich, but he's a former um, Real Madrid Academy player. Mm. Um, Danny Ings is deserving of playing at a high level. We know this. Yeah. Um, you've got McGinn, quality player. Mm. Emilio Martinez just won the Copa America and was important in the um, penalty saves and things like that. He's he, fantastic in terms of the keepers in the league. He's Olympic, won the top Olympic ones. medal for Douglas Louise. Yeah, Olympic medal for Douglas Louise. They've got players in there that you would look and if they weren't getting in and around those areas you start to say what's going on because they're not poor it's actually a very good team on paper and then as you said you go to the bench they've got options so I, I expect that that will be the bracket they're looking for 6th to 8th 
know, Villa finished 11th last season. I'm, I'm going to say, I think the objective will be to finish in, in, in the top eight. I, I, I agree with you. I think if, if they can finish eighth, I think they'll be happy with that. That's progression. That's moving a couple of places up in the season. I'm, I'm in, in the table, sorry. And then also, you look at the competition. We don't know how West Ham going to do with Europe and stuff. So they could fall off. Villa would love to fill that gap. Maybe not the position of sixth, but you know what I mean? Say Arsenal, as you said, no Europe. If we look at it, so um, on prediction, the season that move on to that, I, I to move on um, to Brentford after, I'm going to say, um, I think Villa will finish ninth. Yours? Yeah, as I said, six to eight bracket. I'd say, for me personally, I think Villa could pop up in seven. Wow. Prediction. Big prediction for Villa. Big season expected for us. Well. All right, now on to Brentford. Newly promoted. Attractive team. Been pushing, knocking on the door to come up for a couple seasons now. Getting to the playoffs, not quite making it. I mean, they've made it, and deservedly so last year. A fantastic season for Ivan Tony. Will he be able to replicate that form in the Premier League and, and possibly keep them up? Um, that's that's what needs to happen. Let's be honest. You know, what I mean, when you when you come up from the Championship, you, you you need you need your your goal scorer from the Championship because let's be honest, most teams, nearly every team that comes up from the Championship, the guy that scored the goals, he doesn't move on. He he, he gives his new club a season and then. When teams can trust them a bit more, Premier League teams, then they start to swoop in. So um, it's, it's a lot of pressure on him. It's a lot of pressure. I, I, I don't know. Something about him. I think, I think he can handle the pressure. He's a handful who will put himself about. Um, yeah, and I said, I don't think he'll be intimidated. Um, they definitely obviously need them goals to stay up. They're, they're an attractive team to watch, Brentford. Always the concern that I do have with um, with promoted teams is the transfer window. How do they approach it? Do they do what Norwich did a couple of seasons ago and basically don't even use the transfer window? Or, or, or um, Sheffield United sorry, did it as well a couple of seasons ago, didn't really spend any money. Halfway through the season, they bought Sanderberg. They had a really good season. And the next season, we know last season, it was shocking. So... So far, I think they've what, made three additions. Um, the young kid from Chelsea, Frank on Yeka, you remember him? Uh, I think he joined yeah. Everton. I think it was linked to Europe. Yeah. Mug. Um, yeah, they signed him from Midtjylland. Um, and they also brought in the centre back, a um, young Norwegian from Selwick, um, 50 million pounds. So, um, that's it. They're attractive teams to watch which is a bit of a concern sometimes when you come up, do you know what I mean? You believe that you can play that style in the Premier League and you find out real quick and then can you adapt? Or do you even want to adapt after that? Well, this is the thing I think with is another good thing for Brentford is maybe the timing of them coming up. They've seen the different approaches in the recent seasons. Norwich tried to be a bit more, let's say, expansive and, and stick to their guns and it didn't quite work out. And then we saw maybe Sheffield United more solid and if they can look at both teams and find that balance, mm-hmm. then, then they might be all right. But it's good to have those examples in front of you because often teams come up and they don't really want to be too expansive. 
because they they want to yeah. make sure that they stay in the league. Yeah. But we've seen that there can be pros to it, and they they can threaten teams. I mean, Norwich then they beat Man City the other year. Yeah, three two earlier on the season. So at the end of the day, it doesn't I mean that you, you have to abandon your approach, but mm. you have to be pragmatic and yeah, 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 sensible yeah. with it. Um, we won't spend too long on Brentford. Um, but yeah, interested to see how they do. They've been fighting, as you said, to come up for quite a while. Um, prediction: Will they stay up? I think obviously the objective is to finish seventeenth. <laughs> like anyone, that's acceptable. That's the aim. But will they do it? I believe they'll finish 18. I think they may just fall short. Yeah, I I agree. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for 19th for Brentford. Okay, moving on now. Uh, we're gonna move on to Brighton. Been in the league for a few seasons now. Um. Yeah, I mean, what will Brighton's objectives for this season be? Do you feel right? Um, I think everyone was impressed with Brighton. They played good football. I think that where they finished wasn't really... We didn't deserve to finish higher, to be honest. Um, they got 16th finish, um, place finish, sorry, in the end. Um, we know very unlucky a lot of last year I feel yeah look, look at that Man United game Trossard I mean that guy his, all his shots are attracted to the post it seems <laughs> yeah 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 um, and, and obviously as I said same thing with Brentford the striker business you, you, you've got to find them goals um, Danny Welbeck came in and did alright for them obviously we know defensively they lost um, Ben White I don't believe he's their best defender. I do believe that um, Lewis Dunk is their best defender, their leader, their captains. Um, he's the, the club. Looks like Basum is going to stay as well. Um, who, who, who was a worry whether he could move on. Mm-hmm. Um, they lose their manager, Graham Potter, who's the biggest piece of it. So Jay from the in-betweeners. Yeah, he does look like him still. Um, they want to improve. As I said, 16th last season, Brighton are going to want to finish in the top. I reckon they should be pushing to finish in top 13. Um, but I think, as I said, as long as they do better and they see progression in some way, maybe, I don't know, it, it looks like they haven't really attacked the market like that with um, with a striker, which is a bit of a concern. Um, because I do feel that's what they need. They, they need that goal scorer. It's difficult. It's difficult. It's difficult to go out there and find a goal scorer. Um, but prediction. Um, I'm going to say, I like Brighton, so I'm going to go 13th. I think they're going to hit it. Uh, uh, I'm going to say they get a bit of luck that they didn't have last season. The window's still open. I do hope they can bring in a striker to to. They have they have players up there, but the, a natural goal scorer I think they lack. Warbeck's decent. Um, what's my man's name? Mupai. Mupai started well. Um, McAllister, the Argentinian guy, he's decent as well. But 
any of them are any of them going to score you 15 goals in the mm. Premier League even 13 goals in the Premier League see, I now, don't see like them. Brighton because you're saying a striker like I always say Perez mm. somebody who's just on the fringes of playing all the time at someone but you know he's good he, he should be starting somewhere he may else. not get 20 goals he may not even get the 15 mm. but he'll give you enough that when you add it to the others you've hit like a certain mark I think they need maybe they somebody got, like that. they got a Trossard who is a similar kind of player to, to Perez. Yeah, but a bit deeper. Yeah, a Just bit deeper, a bit, a bit deeper. more like a winger where I think Trost- um, Perez more a centre forward. A, yeah, centre forward, forward yeah. from wide areas. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I, I just think even Perez doesn't score enough goals. Yeah. So, so, But then the thing is, I don't think he's been the focal point for a little while. Mm. I don't think he's ever really focused on. He's always used as that second guy, but he's got a lot of finishing ability. You know what would be brilliant for them? I don't know. It probably can't happen. Like an Origi alone. Like Origi yeah, must yeah. want to play That'd football. I know it's not. You know, he can play at a high level. Players. Yeah, or I don't know about that Swahi man. It's a joke. I reckon he'll, he'll score enough goals though, man. I reckon he'll score. They play attractive football. They do, they do, yeah, yeah. And, and they the make chances, when he plays for Belgium, he scores goals. Yeah, yeah, really good you're, football. you're right, man. You're right. You, you know what? Make, make, he's more realistic you know what? for them. As to much get as we're talking about this, obviously, my team did sign Ben White. I do feel that does hinder them in a little bit of a way because he was their best play, ball playing centre back. You see him, he's very good on the board. And if that is your approach, that's why we obviously want him or Arteta wants him mm. to suit his style. It's just they their build up was very good, Brian. I'm not saying that will totally disrupt everything, mm-hmm. but their confidence. He had the highest dribbles of any centre back in the league. Yeah. He burst through the lines away from the strikers and relieves that pressure to give their central midfielders a bit more space and stuff like that. Will that have a hindrance on the way they go forward as well? Though, yeah, it's, it's the point. I mean, maybe they need to get in another centre back that can. I think, I think they do. I think realistically, they're going to look to want to replace him in some yeah. sort of way. Whether it's someone that's going to come in and completely start, or, or someone steps up in front of that person. But for numbers wise, I, I, yeah, I think they're two. Both ends are important. They need to sort those out. Yeah, probably. Um, they they actually signed a centre midfielder, spent a bit of money from Salzburg. Mwepa, Mwepu, sorry. Um, and we'll move on from Brighton, but your prediction for Brighton? Um, Brighton, I'd say probably 14th. Okay. Um, move on to Burnley. Um, a man I feel sorry for more than any manager in the Premier League, Sean Dyche. Oh. He doesn't get a penny. The transfer window might well be shut because he owns the Queen bit. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it, it is sad it's sad because constable day now you know what I've said it before that in my opinion there's not a lot of great English managers out there we look at the history of the Premier League when we talk about British managers to really do something they're all Scottish yeah Martin O'Neill is heralded he's Irish yeah um, we've got Brendan Rodgers Welsh um, a lot of these guys, when it comes down to it, the English guys, I'm just like, if you have somebody, yeah. if you have somebody with capabilities, and I'm not trying to be funny, we're in England. I, I know it's not down to Burnley to say, well, we, we will just represent the whole of England with what we do with our manager. But you have somebody there who's got a bit of something, we can see it. He's got his style. He, he, he gets into his players' heads what he wants, and they... 
replicate. But at the end of the day, when you're not given money, I, I'm just like, how are we ever going to see if this guy could be a future England manager or something like that? Because he he's not even able to progress his team. Yeah, That's one of the minimums yeah, of, so, of being a manager for me. Once you get to a certain point, just to evolve your team. They're always hanging in there, man. They're always hanging in there. Um, Barnes isn't the player that he, he used to be. Woods is still holding it up like a G. They got McNeil, who's a decent player, real decent player. Um, I've always liked Westwood. Yeah, his players suit his team, mm-hmm. and and he gets he gets enough out of them. I, I do but think for how long? I do think they never got another goal scorer because as I said Barnes has is, is, is dried up a lot. Um. What's his name? Vidra. Yeah, v- Vidra is not reliable for me. Someone like um, Nketiah Young Long. I know Nketiah doesn't really suit them, but I think playing alongside of Woods, yeah, yeah. being a the box kind of player, yeah, box in the box, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do think that with them, um, of the, again, their objective, the way they approach the transfer window is just to stay up. I think it's, that's always their objective. Um, <clears throat> but prediction... I'm 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 gonna go I'm gonna go 18th. I'm gonna go 18th for um for Burnley man. I, I, I don't for for Deitch, I don't want him to get relegated. But you know what? I, I think they need to man because they're, they're mocking the guy's life. They've been taken over by these Americans. And apparently, they were talking about giving him money to spend and stuff. They they still have. Players that are wanted like Tarkovsky and, and McNeil and, and Pope, who I'm surprised are still there, but they're just they're just always hanging in there. And um, me, I, I'm going to say I think this is the time that that we should buy to burn. Yeah, I mean this year, look, transfer window from Stoke they brought in uh, young centre back Nathan Collins. Three years they, old. They could buy Phil Collins and they go to life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. they could have a legend I've, I've, I've seen Collins and he looked okay I guess I was thinking he's a typical Burnley defender big brute kind of guy but is that going to keep Burnley up? this is the thing at the end of the day once again as I said no progression you're not evolving there will come yeah. a point where people start to figure out how to hurt those kind of players I mean we saw it the other year against um, for me personally anyway when we played Brighton uh, who's their left back? Massive there Absolutely um, gigantic for left back. I think it's, it's Burns. Yeah, Burns. Saka absolutely burnt him down the wing <clears throat> and then squared for Smith Rowe when we played them. It w- but it's just those big players sometimes you just go for a different set of players against them because you know that they can't deal with these things. You're not going to whip yeah. it. No, nah, nah, I hear what you're saying. Like I, I just feel that Burnley know how they play of so course. they don't allow you that space no of course of course that. but then same time it's just by design you are modelled on one thing yeah. there's, there's no and that's the part of the evolution with the team if you gave them little options it yeah. doesn't mean you have to change your whole approach but they're, they're not able to bring in anybody attractive in my opinion and, and yeah it's just it's horrible for him I'm so sorry for Daesh I believe 19th so where did you say 18th from Brentford, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I just believe that Ivan Tony will score goals. Chelsea, Chelsea are next. Well, we're splitting a big season from Chelsea, really. Well, well, well. I mean, the Champions League holders, <laughs> hats off to them. 
they're looking very good under Tuchel. Um, they 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 look like they've got ideas, constantly working teams around to create openings. And um, Kante looks more free again. They've really settled into that system. Yeah. yeah, and defensively they're solid, solid as ever. Yeah, solid as well. They've got a massive keeper. Um, I don't know if he's one of the best in the league, but for since he's come, hasn't really done anything wrong. I have to, I have to credit him. Um, yeah. But the big man's coming back. Yeah. We've got to track that. This is the thing. And what does that do for them? Does that now really make them contenders? Or did you believe they were contenders before? I believe, yeah. I believe this signing almost certifies them to be in, in that bracket. But, I'll say his name because he's kind of a black. He don't exist. Big Lukaku, Romelu. Big Lukaku. Prior to him coming back, I would have said there's a possibility of them winning the league. Mm. Now I feel like there's a slight expectation, even amongst themselves, because they know how good they are. Yeah, they just come with the Champions League. Yeah, they know how good they are. Man. Jorginho no, just won the Euros himself. We can't aim and feel the best. Yeah, you've got Kante a World Cup winner. You've got Jorginho a World Cup winner. They've, they've, everybody's won the Champions League now. Mason Mount is no shrieking violet. The guy stands up on a football pitch. Kai Havertz, he's starting to show. He's starting he Yeah, he's he starting is. to show why they paid so much. I'm taking the pressure off Werner. Yeah. I the sign. But Werner, Zayich, David Werner hasn't even clicked into gear. Yeah. Mm. If he clicks... That's a problem. Zayic, I was so upset when they signed him because I really wanted that guy. Te- technically fantastic player. Hasn't quite been able to get, get going. Probably to the level he's got won. an amazing squad, let's be honest. Yeah, it's unbelievable. But this is the thing, as wow. we're saying, with Lukaku added to that, they've got that ruthless streak. And any team that wants to win the league, you need to have a goal scorer. Manchester United, most famous example of it was when they bought Robin Van Persie from us. And I say the most famous example because to date he won the most points by a single player in the season with goals. But he was guaranteeing goals. Man United knew they were good, very good. Mm. But if we get him, it's not guaranteed, but that will be the difference. Lukaku is exactly in that moment with Chelsea now, I believe. The, obviously, the competition level with City, I mean, we've got to see. City may not be done. They may sign, who knows? No, in City, they probably signed Latoro Matias. <laughs> but at the end of the day, City are still going to have a say. Liverpool are coming back. So there's teams out. Manchester United had a fantastic year last year um, in terms of the league. Like the, the ground that they've caught up to everybody, and well, to City definitely anyway. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be very interesting, but with the signing of Lukaku, I definitely feel this puts them in the top two. I feel for for expectancy. I feel there's more expected of Chelsea now, especially coming off the back of obviously being Champions League winners. The expectancy with an addition like Lukaku, it's a statement signing. It's a statement signing. You go for Lukaku, uh, obviously City wanted Kane, Mm. Any of the big hitters in world football right now, and and you've just won the Champions League. It's a statement time. So, um, so we're saying the objective for them now, one hundred percent, is to win the league. Um, and your prediction for them for this season? Uh, so 
hard. I know you want to say it. No, but the thing is, it's hard because the transfer window isn't closed. And I just don't know what Man City will do. Mm. As much as, because if they do manage to sign Harry Kane, that changes everything. Mm. It changes absolutely everything, let's be honest. But that is, let's, let's just say Sergio Aguero, not fully registered with Barcelona. Yeah. I'm not saying you'll go back to um, Man City, mm-hmm. but there must be even Depay. Depay is an option. If Depay said, you know what, I don't want to be here, and City went in for him, Depay could do damage in the league. I don't know if they can actually do that. I don't know if it, they maybe not be registered, but they've obviously under contract. So I, I don't know how that works out. But yeah, I heard that they're not registered. So it's all crazy. I don't know if they can move on, but yeah, you shied away from the question. Well, where they finish? You, you're, you're just go with it. As I said, look, let's just talk about now. Let's talk about signs that we know are happening. Mm-hmm. Judge it on that. Where do they finish? What we know right now, they finish top. So you're putting Chelsea to win the league? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say... And that's including the fact that Pep doesn't seem to have a better two-show either. Whatever he does, he, he finds a way of working around Pep's little plans. Yeah, as it stands, I'm I'm actually going to agree with you. I, I think they're going to win the league. I, I just think that can a factor is, I don't think people realise how big it is. He's exceptional. He is exactly what every football team needs. Um, and then to add the goals of Lukaku, as I said, I've spoke about Lukaku, I don't think he's world class at this stage. But if he goes on, helps Chelsea win the league and I think he, he's done it um, but he's, he scores goals man he, he, that's the one thing you guarantee he will score you about 20 goals so yeah I'm, I'm going to say that they're going to win the league as well alright moving on from Chelsea Crystal Palace new manager for them um, yeah with Vieira coming in how do you think that changes things for them? Does does that change their objectives? Or, or are they still looking to do the same things that they would have been trying to do under Roy? Um, well, they, they, they finished 14th last season, which Crystal Palace, to be honest, like they never really attacked the market like that. And as I said, man, the markets can change, can change everything. Um, but this summer... I have to say, like, for me, I, I've said on the previous episode, I, I think they've done some really impressive business. Um, it, it obviously is it, unknown what what Vieira will do, what style of play they will play. Will he try to be too ambitious? Um, the ambitious stuff might work with a, with a Zaha. It might hinder them. It, they've been so used to playing the opposite. You know what I mean? So, so if Yera, which is rumoured, I mean, I've heard um, Benteke come out and say that we're excited about the season because the manager is is really allowing the team to express themselves. So, it's all unknown now. As I said, I'm, I'm going to go off the transfer window that they've had, Gallagher coming in um, on loan from Chelsea and Elise, uh, an exciting guy from the Championship with Reading beating some decent clubs for Joachim Anderson, how much the other clubs want him and the price that they got him for around 16 million, that's that, that's decent. Um, 
Yeah, so it is, it's, a, it's unknown, as I said. Um, so on that case, I, I'd say objectives for, for Vieira and um, to have a first, a nice settled season would, would be to finish around 14, 30. Um, now, what, what do you want to call? You can say. How the hell is he cost 21 million? <laughs> you know what? Um, he... Well, he come from Chelsea for one. <laughs> Chelsea well, don't. He just sold Willock for 25 million. The guy scored... Well, it hasn't done yet, has it? Well, basically done. Mm. But he scored seven goals, outfit goals, in 12 games. Yeah. That is very good numbers, yeah? Uh, and this guy... Who I've never seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> he was alone at Swansea last season. Yeah, I'm, I, as I said, I've said in a previous. I've watched. It was only one game. Um, I watched the playoff match with um. By the way, this is was it Gwehi? I don't know how to say his name. Was it Gwehi? Jesus, I hope uh, I'm butchering your name because fuck off how you're worth more than Joe Willock. I'm upset. Um, yeah, he he played against Barnsley for Swansea. He, I mean, I remember the commentator saying like, how great seasons he's had, how, how impressive he's been. And I know a lot of Chelsea fans are upset with a lot of youngsters that they're losing. I don't think they should be upset because <laughs> they're European champions. No, and they, and they that, buy everyone. It's not about that anyway. They've had youngsters that have turned into pensioners at their club. So they I can understand really why kids want to. Yes. Go. So so objective, I think for for Vieira would be. To finish in top 15, I don't know if his expectation to 100% finish above um, Roy or do. Oh, 100% what Roy did better. Obviously, club want to see progression, want to see better. But as I said, if he's trying to change the style of the football club, I think they've got to be a bit more patient. So, yeah, 16th and above would, would be a good objective. Where do I think Crystal Palace finished? We will finish. I, I, I'm going to say 15. I'm going to say... 16th. Yeah, and some of these places I might say twice because I know yeah, that, really but I'm just <laughs> in or around that kind of place. Um, Moving on to Everton. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, Lord. Do you see it? Man cut. No, they got slaughtered by Man United. Did you see it? Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, no. But, well, I mean, the love affair with Carlos is over. Quick. Quick. That was a quick check. <laughs> Now he was out. yeah in and out like thief in the night. Now love affair with Rafael Benitez begins after the hate affair. Well, it's not a love affair at the moment. I'm telling you, no, it, it's going to take some adjustments. He's going to have to thing. get over some in hurdles. Football, we know what football is like. Give them a couple of good results, they'll love it. He'll, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, and especially Evan. If he can do whatever fans have been wishing for, even when at a point last season, kind of thinking, oh, they might actually get into Europe. They, they. They finished what tenth in the end. So, yeah, if he can do what what um, the fans want, and that's getting to Europe, then you won't see no one complaining. Um, Rafa's been a good manager, man. He's he, he's done well, did well, did okay. I think at Newcastle without really getting backed. Um, went to Chelsea, won the Europa League. He went and run the Europa League at Chelsea when he came in there and they didn't like him either. Um, they haven't attacked the market like they usually do, Everton. Maybe they're trying to learn lessons. Not spending a lot of money. Free signings in Begovic and No, the thing is, even though they attack the market, like I know with us personally, it will be. 
like they were paying that in installments and things like that. So obviously, little bits of their key must be getting spent as well. Yeah, but I mean, their money ain't coming out of the club. Like I know the pandemic's hit, so maybe the owners like listen, yeah, we don't want to make strong. ourselves yeah be be a bit more smart. Um, and they've got a manager who makes a system that is maybe not the greatest to watch, but it's kind of reliable. They'll they'll. They won't concede too much goals. That, that's what they're going to be looking to do anyway. Um, not concede too much goals. Um, he signed Townsend and, and Gray, two wingers, which you can see why he's done that with Calvert-Lewin. Um, Richarlison's the, the club. Dangerous player. Mm-hmm. His finishing is shit yeah, sometimes. Missed penalty in the um, final. Nah, he's just got a weird knack of just scuffing everything. Yeah. Um, but he's a good player, man. He's a handful. Definitely a handful. Um, squad wise, they got a decent squad. Godfrey, they got last season. But the problem for me is they've got an aging squad. They need to start getting in some young. Well, they've players. also got a squad that everyone's basically run out of contract. So he's got to get, they've got to deal with that. But that's that's what they've got to deal with later on, I guess. But um, yeah, it could be a weird situation for them. Um, we're losing a lot of players at the time. I'm hearing that James is not part of his plans. So. I don't know what happens with that. I would say that happens is on a lot of money. Um, the objective for Everton? The objective for Everton is get into Europe. I mean, with the money they spent in recent seasons. It's about time. Basically. Yeah, they brought in a good manager again. They need Europe. Whether they'll get Europe, I don't think so. I think Everton this year probably eighth. They finished tenth last season. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with ninth. I'm gonna go with ninth. The team that didn't finish ninth last season is next up. Leeds United. Quick question. Last season, most exciting team to watch. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say their games were the most exciting to watch. Always entertaining at times. I mean, they, they always try and play positively. When they do go forward, they're, they're exciting. But I mean, in terms of being the most entertaining team just themselves, for me, personally, I believe there were periods where United looked absolutely fantastic. Some of the football that clicked was just... Manchester United? Yeah. Jesus. Um, they would have loved to use No, some of the football they, they play at times. <laughs> no, some of the football they play at times, where it clicks... They're in the playing. Like some of the goals they score on counters are stupid. Um, yeah. Objectives for, for Leeds this season? Uh, Leeds, I think it's just finishing top half again. Yeah, just finishing top half and trying to just finish higher than last year. But not too much pressure on Leeds, in my opinion. My, I agree. Yeah, I feel, I feel like they're, everybody's and I feel like they're the fans' favourites. Everybody kind of likes them for what they do, the, the style that they play, the way they play. Yeah, I, I, once again, as I said, I just believe it's... Finally made um, off. Finally made Jack Harrison permanent. Jesus Christ, that guy's been alone, it seems like, for 10 years. Um, they signed Junior Furbo from Barcelona, who I remember at the time when Barcelona bought him, there was a lot of excitement that came from Real Betis, I believe. Um, he's seen kind of 
not club legends, but guys that, that have been influential in the last few years. Um, Douglas and um, Alioski leave the club. Um, obviously, Furpo is going to be his replacement. Quick question on Bamford. Can Bamford match what he did last season? Um, in terms of goals, not 100% certain. In terms of performance, always. When you're a committed player as he is, mm. you always... That's why Bielsa likes him so much. He, he knows he trust can trust him. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think most managers can trust Patrick Bamford in terms of his application and things. It just does come down to the finishing. But then with Bielsa, it seems to me that the other part is more important. Because when, even when Nketiah was there, Nketiah was scoring goals, but he still chose to start Bamford over him. And you looked at the minutes to goals ratio that Nketiah had, it was very good. But it wasn't all about just nicking goals. It was about the other parts of the game. And I think Bamford suits them perfectly. Um, um, prediction for where Leeds will finish? Um, Leeds, probably ninth. Ninth? Yeah. Um, ninth place finished again, predicted for Leeds two years running. You know, we... Leeds fans will be happy with that. Um, Leicester has come off the back of. Um, so you didn't give your prediction on where you think Leeds are finished. Oh, sorry. Um, I don't know where I said Everton. I think I said Everton ninth. I think I said that place up. So I'm going to say Leeds. I think they're going to swap. I'm going to say Leeds tenth this year. Okay. Um, yeah. Now Leicester um, just come off the back of. Uh, community Shield victory on the weekend over Man City um, looked impressive in Spurs in that game I know they had a lot more first team players than City um, but no excuses for City man the second team is a joke um, had a decent transfer window signing players like Daka from Salzburg who was the partner for um, Haaland in that break for a year at Salzburg. And since Holland's left, he's been the main guy. Mm. Um, also signed Samir, who was who was a guy who was being chased. I'm going to say Samari, guys. Samari, whatever you want to say. No, just in case you don't know who the hell we're talking about, at least one of us might be right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, Ryan Bertrand as well. Um, experienced left back from Southampton on a free transfer. Um, finished fifth. Disappointed because they, they, they fell out of the Champions League place again for six season running that they held for time, it seemed like. But injuries. Yeah, injuries again. And Fafana. Yeah. Sadly, broke his leg. Broken leg. Lawful tackle on him. Terrible in a friendly. Wish him well. Um, Obviously, the Madison rumours is happening. Um, obviously, we don't know what's going to happen. With that. I, I would like to think if I was a Leicester fan at this point in the transfer window, you're not going to let Madison go. I don't believe he will go. <clears throat> I don't believe he will. I think Brendan Rodgers has been here before with Arsenal as well. Why soften your stance when you know you're in a position where you don't have to? Mm. Yeah. So and played hardball before. Why not do it again? Mm. They have a knack of like selling one player or some of them. Yeah. Like Maguire, yeah, but the thing Morris, is they sell that player for 
a lot of money. money that they can say, you know, yeah, but the price that is being talked about, and obviously now Arsenal made the money from Willock. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, maybe Arsenal will hit that 70. But I, I would say, as I said, if I'm a Leicester fan this close to the season, to lose a player that starts for us like that would be disappointing. Um, listen, you cannot be impressed, not not be impressed with um, Leicester. Um, every player improves under Brendan Rodgers. Um, Vardy's still going. As I said, they brought in Dakar's competition. Ian Nacho's looks like a new man since. The, what the last four months of the season looks like a new man. Um, Harvey Barnes, big fan of Harvey Barnes, big player. Um, and Didi is a guy who everyone wants. He's partnered in centre midfield with Tielemans. Fantastic. Uh, got a fantastic team. Um, the objective, I know they're Leicester. They had won the league just a few years ago, um, but I think realistically their objective is going to be top four because. Yeah. Two years running, they should have gone and they didn't. Yeah, so, so you have to be realistic yeah. and say, if we were not able to hit that mark, then that's the mark that we have that, to set Yeah, ourselves. yeah, yeah. Because they've been within touch and just. And to be honest, this year I think they'll do it. I believe they'll finish fourth. You believe Leicester will finish fourth? Yeah. I'm going to go with. I don't know, man. Because my club has to finish. Stuff so respectable. I'm gonna chat shit because I said Arsenal will finish sixth. I'm gonna say Leicester gonna finish seventh. I think Leicester's gonna finish. Are you just seventh. saying this to make sure your team yeah. is top six? You're one hundred percent. That's about. I have all right. The bias here, people. <laughs> it's all right. I'm just being objective. Nah, listen. Because if that's the case, we win the league. I gotta have a and what? the Champions League. Yeah, we win the have... World Cup. <laughs> I've got to have ambition, man. Um, Let's move on to Liverpool. Yeah. All right, Liverpool. Um, Van Dijk back. I mean, they brought in Konate. Mm. Can they get back to the heights that they were previously at before, I mean, that massive injury to their captain? Yeah, 100%, because um, Klopp, Klopp demands that. Do you know what I mean? And they've been used to doing it. They, they, they've set the the benchmark and that benchmark is listen being being up there um, fighting for titles last season was disappointing but let's be honest they finished fourth in the end and I think if we offered them fourth in probably January they would have been like yeah no no sorry they finished third above Chelsea who got into fourth on the last on the last day squeezing it because we beat Leicester but um, yeah they haven't haven't gone ham in the transfer when they made an early signing as you said Kanate um, another defender where they had a problem last season with injuries had to bring a couple of youngsters and I think they did well to be honest I just think maybe the Van Dyke thing just affected the whole team throughout it, they just didn't look the same Liverpool the same intensity are they going to come up with a vengeance and and that's the fear, I think, for the other clubs is whether they're going to be pumped up and, and, and a bit angry, you know what I mean? And say, listen, man, we're, we're fully fit. When we're fully fit, listen, we're going to push on and, and have a positive mindset and um, get their objectives, which, as I said, their objectives, because they've been there before, haven't lost any big players. It's got to be to win the league. That's got to be their objective. Um 
I don't think they win, will win the league. I think they'll finish. I think they'll finish third. I do. I think. I think Liverpool will finish third. What about you? It may sound like a shock to people, but I believe Liverpool will finish fifth. Fifth. Yeah. Outside the Champions League, please. Mm. Why do you believe that? Because Chelsea are going to win the league. Oh, you don't have to go through your whole fucking day. No, Chelsea are going to win the league. Leicester are going to finish fourth. And two Manchester clubs will probably finish in the other mm. positions, in my opinion. Yeah. So you think Leicester will pit them this time? Yeah. Um, okay. Now, don't worry, people. I told you that the two Manchester clubs fill those positions, but you don't know which way around. We do. Um, and what next- do you? Because you're assuming Man City will finish higher, but they don't have Aguero. Ah. Now the champions. The champions. Manchester City. Incorrect. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's Manchester City, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know the um, it looks at Manchester United. No, Manchester. it wasn't that. It wasn't that. I mean, go on. Uh, yeah, City. I mean, can they continue? They've added Jack Grealish. They've lost Sergio Aguero, legend of the club. Yeah. They've taken Aston Villa's legend. So... Are they capable of just continuing, dominating? They got to the Champions League final last year. Are they going to do a Liverpool? Um, th- that's that's the aim. Um, we're hearing that they're gonna they're gonna lose players. That players want to leave. Do they want to leave, or are they being pushed out? Kind of thing to make room for others. Mm. We know who the other is. Um, uh, let's say his name, Harry Kane. Yeah, Harry yeah, Kane. Please. Um, Look, do they need Jack Grealish? No. I don't think so. I mean, we like to say you like to have two for every position. If you look where Jack has played, predominantly his career is out on that left-hand side. Who played it? Sterling. Sterling. Who lost his place last season to Foden. And now you had Jack to there. I mean, Foden has been used in other areas. Me personally, I've said this a number of times on this. I believe Foden's best position is the left-hand side. Um, I think that's where you get the best out of him. That's for what we know Jack's best position. But under Pep, Pep is a is a the best manager out there. Clever coach. He could see stuff again in where maybe he could play Jack in a false nine um, and, and just have him moving around. You know, I mean, any, anything is possible. Maybe Jack. Alongside the Bruyne, a little deeper because Jack is 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 a physically solid guy. Um, look, they're always improving. They're always going to improve. They're always going to spend money. Um, if they get Harry Kane, then I think, as you were saying, with your prediction for the season, I think it changes everything. Mm-hmm. Um, look, there's not really much to say. We know Man City. Um, they have injuries certain times, more than Liverpool have had, and, and they've dealt with them. Has it mean that they win the league? No, that year that Liverpool won the league. Um, you know, still my worry is kept it's not even a worry because listen, they've got enough players anyway. Obviously, Mara stepped up last season, but Kevin De Bruyne, his influence is so big for them. When he doesn't play, if he's missing for long periods, there is a 
I know Gundogan also basically filled in his place and, and done really well. Um, can he do that again if that was to happen? I don't know. I'm hearing the Bruins going to miss start the season along with Foden. I don't know how many weeks. It might just be one week, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, they're, they're really strong, man. You wouldn't put it past them getting to the Champions League final with or without Kane. Um, the Sergio Aguero, they, he wasn't really featuring much last season, so it kind of softened the blow of losing him, you know what I mean? Because he's not been as important as he was. Mm-hmm. Gabriel Jesus, can he fill them shoes? No, I just don't think he can. I don't think he scores enough goals. I think he links up well. Um, he works really hard. Maybe too hard to find himself in weird positions out on the left and stuff. And that's the last thing City need because they've got so many midfielders anyway. Um, but yeah, um, they're objective. We know they're objective. That's all in the league, no doubt. Um, um, your position for them? Where do I think they'll finish? Yes. Um, if I said Chelsea are going to win the league, then 100% I have to say second. And I agree. Okay, so you were trying to shoot before. Of you course. tried to get it up and hype up. Yeah, me. Oh, misdirection, people. Because <laughs> now we're moving on to Manchester United, who obviously, that means they finished third, in my opinion. So I don't need to get onto that bit. We'll ask for Remy's uh, view on that in a little while. But, um, yeah, in regards to United... I mean, Oli and his team, they've, Oli and the team done well. Yeah, they've done well um, last year. Yeah. Finished in second place, some decent stuff. Got got the vital points. Um, went out of the Champions League. Wouldn't be happy about that. So I think a much stronger performance in that competition. That's is definitely year. one of the objectives for yeah. Um, but I mean, they'll have the same expectations as the top three, essentially. Win the league. Yeah, or, or top four. We'll look at Liverpool as an essentially put into that category. Well, that's, All that's of them a are club trying of, to win the league. That's a club objective, isn't it, for Manchester United? But I think the transfer win that they've had, Sancho and Varane, mm. that's, that's telling you that. Yeah, they're pushing, they're pushing, they're trying to do something. But at the same time, for me personally, does that signify they're trying to win the league? Maybe not. Maybe it's just to keep with City because you know that City are going to spend Well, stay competitive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And that's where, I'm not going to be wrong, this isn't to um, kind of throw dirt on City, but it does become hard for a lot of teams, even somebody as big as Manchester United, when you know that your rival is just going to go out and spend something exorbitant on a player, maybe not even worth the money. Not to say Jack Grealish isn't. At the end of the day, we'll see by his performances. But when it comes down to it, they can afford to do that. Mm. Manchester United, yes, they are the biggest club in the world. They make a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. But it's a different type of funding that goes into their club. Yeah. And that's the thing. Um, well, a different kind of backing. Yes. The Glazers yeah, yeah. are similar. To, well, not similar to you, yours, but... But in that kind of bracket of, of owners. For, for ambition for what Manchester United should have, people would say they're not really Yeah, ambitious. this is the thing. Where you look at it... But they spent some money, though. No, but honest. you look at Arsenal. We spent money. Mm-hmm, true. Pepe was, what, basically 72 million. Uh, at the end of the day, that's a lot of money. So... Stop being crappy. No, but it's not It's not down to just um, the money you spend. It's about, as you said, the ambition. Ollie. No, but certain times, people are just bought to appease. Did that show ambition? What, signing these... Giving them a new contract. 
Well, because oh, um, if David was here, we know what he's getting he would chat. Yeah, no, to be honest, I get Dave's issue with Oli at times. No, I do, I do. As, well. I, I, do as well. I said, I brought it up before, the Leipzig game was the eye-opener for me where a lot of people have been bashing him at United about him not being tactical enough and stuff. I saw there was a clear tactic being used right. and you just didn't stifle them yeah, in any way. Yeah. You just allowed it to happen. What, the Europa League final yeah, as you, well? No yeah, sucks. but you rolled, your, you just rolled over and let it happen. That's how I look here. Yeah. You're in Manchester United. You've got to be smarter than that. When it comes down to it, I believe offering him a new contract is not a... It's not a terrible decision. Doesn't mean he'll see out his contract. May have to get rid of him and, and pay him a bit of money. But when it comes down to it, why go and just bring somebody else in, rock the boat, and then you go backwards? Keep oh, it no, stable. You've got some new additions coming in who at the end of the day, he's created a good environment there. If he can integrate them into that environment, it may be in a season or two that you look somewhere else to improve the level of um, tactical. He's shown progression, just not Cross the line on trophies, and it? I mean, look, Pochettino for us show progression every year. Well, to be honest, in terms of his style, I still don't quite see what United are always. I know what you're trying to say. Whereas, but with, with, no, but with Tottenham, there was a clear stamp of what you know because you, why it matters to me is when it fails, you know what you were working towards. When it fails, what were you ever working towards? Were you Sometimes trying to be you look like you're just turning up? Yeah, turning you, up. no, but were you trying to be a dominant team or were yeah, you trying yeah, to be yeah, a counter? Yeah, yeah, like you didn't go for it. You didn't. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, um, yeah, with Oli, I, I believe it's not it's not a bad appointment to um, give him another contract. I, I know David would disagree, but I mean he's not judging Manchester United. So when you made your prediction. You said third. Yeah, they're third. I said Liverpool. So then Liverpool third. Um, so then I said Man United fourth. Yeah, I'm going to say Man United fourth. Somehow this guy's going to put his club fifth. Crazy. Crazy. We ain't at Spurs yet. You um, have no defenders. <laughs> shut up, man. Newcastle has gone to. <laughs> wait, wait. That was part of the big as well. Only current transfer. <laughs> <laughs> we just bought a centre back, mate. You have one defender then, basically. Oh, shut up. If you get injury, you're Liverpool from last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, Newcastle. Newcastle. Um, oh. The takeover has not been allowed, but I don't know. I don't even know politics. I ain't getting into that, but that would have been massive for Newcastle. Um, as you said, Willock, the fee has been agreed. So. It looks like you lot are going to let him go back to Newcastle. We're impressed on loan. Mm-hmm. Um, they have players like St. Maximum, who's a problem on his day. He's unplayable. Um, you saw, I think it was a Liverpool game towards the end of last season at Anfield. And he's just causes havoc. Yeah, but for me, he's a bit too... You're raw. He's raw as he's anything. He's a bit too triorish to me. Yeah, he's, he's just, miss. Yeah, he's just, yeah. Well, when you've got raw players like that, the consistency level is... Yeah, but then with those players, sometimes you need to start understanding what, you, where you impact and what, mm-hmm. like, what moments you impact in rather than doing the same thing all the time. That's just a problem with him. Sometimes I look and I'm like, you didn't really need to do that drop of the shoulder. You could have just popped it and done something else and picked up a better position. But at the end of the day, he's still young. Are, are, you, con- are you concerned for new folks? Yes. One... Because they've done no business. Mm. And and they need to. Yes. And two, 
Steve Bruce is their manager. You're just like he's outdated now, man. Yeah, but you know what? Is like, no, when Roy Hodgson is older than you and has more ideas than you, there's something wrong in the world. No, nah, Roy shouldn't have been on the He should have isolated. But <laughs> Steve, yeah. Right. Even when Steve does interviews, he's like, makes you feel sorry for him. He just looks. Yeah, he looks depressed. Yeah. He, just <laughs> he, looks, he looks sad, man. I reckon he put cyanide in his teeth. <laughs> Slowly just drops droplets so that it looks natural after years, but then he knows why. He's got a new <laughs> yeah, nah, nah, Steve. I feel sorry for him, man. Like, the fans hated him. I don't know if they still hate him. Um, doesn't get really backed. And this is the thing, he's just there for get... broke because his noses are there. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. Actually, trying to shut the club in it, so the Saudis were rumored to take over. No Saudis taking over Newcastle. Trust me, it's <laughs> cold as fuck over there. <laughs> they ain't coming over here. Trust me. They got some They're American. They got some American woman that's 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 gonna take care of them. Um, that's part of the consortium. Nah, I don't know, man. Newcastle are just a but Newcastle club. are a club. Newcastle they, if they get club. taken over. They, they can do things because they'll get taken over by crazy fans. Yeah, crazy but, get fans. Ta- but the thing is, Newcastle is like at any cost. Like they would happily sign their club to Amazon or something like that. Like literally just Amazon own their club. Something just stupid Amazon like that. For those Spurs trust. Nah, but something stupid where you're just like, this ain't even a person. This is just a business. Like they were, their stadium was the Sports Direct Stadium. Yeah, but, but that's because they got Mike Ashley, though. But who was Mike Ashley? The owner. So no, he could do whatever the fuck he wanted. No, but who was he? Prior to being the owner, who was he? The sports director. Yeah, yeah, yeah sports director. Exactly. Apparently, that's like the flaming inflatable arm man, you know, in Family Guy, and just letting him sign like the Miami Heat. Apparently, he's um, apparently he's going to sell it, but um, I don't know, man. There's not much to say on Newcastle because they're shit. Oh, no, college was good, you know. Do mm. um, one of them's a good keeper. Really? Very good keeper. Nice. Um. Fuck my actually, I will have bought her it. Yeah. Some slaves. Which with them square cages. We're rammed to the brim. Yeah, with brothers there. We're brothers. Um where where do you think they'll finish? The objective, first of all, is top fifteen, I think. For the fans, win the league because they're stupid, but um Right now, with what's going on, no business or anything, they could possibly finish 20th. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, honestly, I look at Newcastle, I'm like, you're so rubbish, in my opinion. It's only <laughs> St. Maximum's exciting. Yeah, it does they're kind of irrelevant. Nah, but my man's exciting as well. Almiron. Almiron, Almiron the, is that Lazini. Nah, he looks like he's running for his passport. He looks like a farm. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just like Lanzini to me. Just two hit and miss, man. They just got hit and miss, two hit and miss guys. And Callum Wilson, who some people rate, but I don't at all. At all? No. Yeah, but he's, he's sco- so Sunday league, it's unbelievable. Yeah, but he scores goals. He is, but he scores goals. I can score the goals he scores because they're simple. Nah, goals. but he's he's nah, but he can't, he's physical. He, he doesn't really give up. He, he, he's that's fine. Give me 50 grand a week. I won't give up. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but oh, man. yeah, but I'm just saying, like. There's nothing special to it. There's nothing that if you're in a corner and you, you're that, bro, you need your striker to get you out of this hole. He's not going to do it, trust me. Boy. Norwich. 20th. 
Not Norwich, new goals to 20th. Mm. Fuck it, I'm joining you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Norwich. <laughs> I like Norwich, man. So do I. I like Norwich. I hope they... And they have this. been spending their money decently. Where? Oh, no, wait, sorry. That was Aston Villa. <laughs> Taking their players. <laughs> yeah. They want Cadwell as well. They want Cadwell. They want Cadwell, isn't it? Um, yeah, Dan, Daniel Farker, he's, he, he's done a good job. He said that he turned down a few Premier League clubs to be able to stay at Norwich. But, I mean, last time they were up, they showed no ambition in transfer window. And this transfer window, they sell their, their, their best player, basically. Um they bought in um, what's his name? Rashika, is that his name? Looks like it. From Werder Bremen, um, to replace Bundia looks like. Um, they just signed a striker who looks really weird. <laughs> Some American ginger guy. Um, he's young though. Sergeant. Yeah. Um, and they've made Ben Gibson permanent. Mm-hmm. Um, not the interesting thing for me is Billy Gilmore. Billy Gilmore. Like Billy Gilmore, I'm I'm glad we're gonna see him play first team football because he's gonna expect to start now every game. Um, as long as he stays fit. Um, Angus Gunn as well, decent keeper. Mm-hmm. Um, I really hope they stay up, man. I do. Um, I enjoy watching. It was a get a little bit frustrated last time they were up towards the end because they, they started just, going awful. Yeah, now the shit's not getting bad. No, but it's like. That's the thing that can happen, as remember I was saying earlier. About yeah, when you, start, when you start, when you start, yeah, they look at Blackpool. Yeah, I know they got rid of Charlie Adams, but same time they looked even without that. Like, I know he was a catalyst, but well, Eric, no, 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 they got relegated. Then he went. Oh yeah, no, but it was the second half of the season. They were shit. Yeah, they started yeah, they off. started really yeah, well. How, it, yeah. how did it? How started unbelievable. All were like eighth at one point, oh, and then. Yelovich. Now, I remember the man and the Brazilian scored a free kick against us and you look. What was his name again? He just got a free kick against us. He just got a streamer. Fuck, can't what remember. Was the, hey, that was big free kick. Yeah, big goal. But anyway, um, yeah, Hull did that. They started really well and then they kind of fell off. Um, I don't know. As I said, look, when you say last time they had an impressive win against Man City. So they're capable of doing them because yeah. they are. But doing that week in, week out, especially the way that they play is, is a tough part. striker. Yeah, they do. well, if the sergeant guy comes, we don't know what he can do. As I said, but he's been brought from second Bundesliga 2. No, 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 the Bremen been relegated now, so they're playing in Bundesliga 2 now. Oh, okay. last season he was playing Bundesliga, as far as I know. But, but 21 years old, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of pressure. You, they still got Pete, um, Pookie, um, they got Adam Ida, who's, who's a young Irishman. Um, it's a lot of pressure again on him. As I said, they have to keep Cantwell. If they let Cantwell go to Villa, relegate them. Another Arsenal fan. Just, just forget it, you know what I mean? So, the objective again, if you just come up, finish 17th. Um, and I'm going to say they're going to finish 17th because I want them to. Um, I'm going to say 18th. No, sorry, 16th. So, you think they're going to stay up by two places? Mm-hmm. Just about Brentford. Um, that's Norwich. Um, moving on swiftly. Now the Saints. Southampton. Well, had a weird season last season. Weird season last. Really season. good first half and really shit second half. 
I mean, if there's anything you didn't want to happen, coming up Inks. is now you lose Danny Ings. Yeah. I think they're in serious trouble. Agree the fee with Blackburn. Yes. But Adam Armstrong. Which I think, I think there's a trouble. decent replacement. I'm not sure about this level for him, obviously. He's not untried. Mm-hmm. But the way he kind of plays, uh, I think I think it's a good sign. Because Adams has really stepped up now. Shay. Yeah, and, and, and giving them uh, up there real competitiveness. Um, yeah, the worry for them was when they had just a couple injuries, they were in trouble last season. This is the thing. I think with Danny Ings, I, I watched games. Not Luis Suarez, he's not Thierry Henry, but there were points where he's doing magician things. Yeah, no, nah, he was brilliant. And you could say they've just scored a tap in. But what he did before the Saturday, yeah, yeah, and nobody he, else, he made assists, he made goals, yeah, yeah nobody else people. in their team would do. And this is where I think they could be in serious trouble because there were moments where he just picked them out of holes. Mm. They've got Jay Ward Prowse, have to give him, but have to set pieces up. This huge. is the thing. Now, if you took that out of the way, I think they finished with <laughs> But def- <laughs> defensively, best of God, Ben Narek is not bad. Um, Carl Walker Peters had a decent season last season, yeah, yeah, no, but, and they've lost Bertrand. I'll be honest, you see, Bednarek and Vestergaard, I feel like they're confidence defenders. As soon as they, I don't I know, they're strong, I know, what you're I feel like as soon as they start going a Dower spiral, it could go really, really I, left. I, I know what you're saying. Um, all right, Southampton, no team. offense, guys, I just don't think you're very good. Who the defenders, yeah, I mean, they got Stevens, who's well, who's the worst out of them, to be honest. Um as I say, they, they've shown their potential. They've shown the things that they can do and, and, and the level that they can reach. Um, because they were very, they've got a good coach as well. They've held a couple, is there a couple 9 nils now? Yeah, awful. Who did they lose to last season 9 nil? Man, it. Was it Man City? No, I can't. It was less than the first time. I don't even know. I don't even know, but if. Kessfield Walcott this um got a young forward from Chelsea on loan but he's really young Adam Armstrong is announced on this site so it's done as I said the coach he's got that style that it's just can you do that for the whole season his style they love they're very good at it they're very, very good at very good at pressing um as well as losing as I said Ings Angus Gunn is gone, Lamina is gone, and, and Bertrand is gone. I mean, Lamina was on loan at Fulham last season anyway. Um, we'll play Lamina, I thought he was all right. Yeah, at times he's sometimes, but yeah, they've got to go out and try and spend a bit of that money, man. Um, never do it. For me, they have to. Um, where, where do you think Southampton will finish? Objective for that? First, sorry, objectives. Objectives, stay up. After that, they got Danny Ings. Yeah. Um, I mean, putting faith in an unproven guy up top in terms in the of pressure, Premier League. Yeah. I don't think they, I think they know, they're aware they don't have the strongest squad to come, even with Leeds and teams like that to compete all the time, like Rafinha. But kids come in, magic. No, like, of course. like Teller, who used to be at you lot mm-hmm. when he was young. He's not decent when he's coming. They got Armstrong. Yeah, no, this is they fine. Got, but um, as I'm saying, you look on the, paper what's the, though. What's the play? Yeah, but look on paper. There seems everybody else is somebody more certified that they can rely on. Mm. Like I look at Crystal Palace. There's Zaha. 
They still have Zaha. I know what you're saying. Zaha's the go-to man. Mm-hmm. Whereas you lost your go-to man. Mm-hmm. That could re- if they don't pick up points early on in the season, they could confidently go to yeah, As yeah. I said, I believe that's the type of defenders they have and things like that, they could be in trouble. So where do you think they finish? There is even if we sell the place doesn't matter. We'll go back, we'll go back and listen to it. They could possibly be 18th. You can over relegate. They could be shit. I'm I'm I started to see them as more and more irrelevant, and they've signed Theo Walcott, which shows your irrelevance. (laughs) I'm gonna go 14th, but I'm gonna be kind to Southampton and go 14th and next. The mighty. Right now, <laughs> no, don't be away because I'll change shit. To the, tail, chat shit to the tail end of the leader. No, no, no. <laughs> when your team was, we were chatting rubbish about your team. I didn't say nothing. All right, well, we're going to go into the hot potatoes. So feed me the questions. Go on. All right, Remy, Tottenham Hotspurs, Harry Kane, mm. still at the club, mm. with or without him. What are your objectives for the season? Um, now, there's going to be people that don't agree with me. I think more Tottenham fans don't agree with me. Me, personally, I think the objective, it, I think it comes down to a place. I don't think it's Europe. It is European football, of course. But the top four, for me, are, are so strong. I, I think Man United, I, I think... We added a couple of additions. I know Man United have added more. Um, but with Ollie, it's just, you just never know what, what, what Man United you're going to get. So I think if any team we could target to finish in above, it's, it's Man United. But um, I think the objective, again, is, is, is like a top six finish, to be honest. Um, if we finish seventh again, I'd be disappointed. We'd like to improve under Nuno. Um, it wasn't a lot of people's first choice. It wasn't my first choice, but listen, we're in the situation we are now. I like, as I said personally, I, I like him as a character. Um, I just wasn't sure with the whole, whole George Mendes thing, but we've got Paratici, so that's killed that George Mendes control or trying to. That's That was my worry, George Mendes and Daniel Levy working together. It doesn't really make any sense. Um this is the thing that we've been in a position this position before where the player wants to leave. We we cannot afford to let this drag until the last week of the transfer window. We have to set a deadline. I think that deadline has to be this weekend. And and if it's not done and Harry Kane is in our squad, if Harry Kane is in our squad, and let's say he makes the bench or whatever, he has to stay. I don't want it to get further into it and it's just become it's just become stupid, man. So me personally, if we're gonna sell him, we know the price that we want. I would take personally at this stage, uh, I think my price has dropped again, maybe by 10 or 20 million. I was saying originally um 110 mil and Laporte. Not saying Laporte would want to come, that's an hurdle you have to get over if they don't want to give a straight cash of 160. Now I would take a hundred million and Laporte because um, we're getting closer to the end. We're going to struggle to find a centre back, and I think a centre back pairing of Romero and Laporte but this is why would be a very you, good partnership. You need defenders right now. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. We've got one in the door. We've got the Japanese kid who's a big rumor, and, and it sounds like 
he's agreed to come. So we, we just got to agree that fee and Mahir, we were getting closer and closer. And then the Olympics, and he had an injury which kind of got in the way. And now the Olympics is finished. Hopefully we, we go and get that done, but we've got to get someone in. But also, sorry, we have to get people out. We have to get people out. Sissoko, Aurier. Yeah, we we have to get we have to get these people up. Okay, well, if we look at your signings so far, you brought in Brian Hill, mm-hmm. uh, formerly of Villa, I believe. Was it Joker? No, that was Carlos Hill. Carlos Hill, yeah, that's it. But didn't, he, but didn't he play for somebody here? No, he's never been. Are you sure? No, he's okay. only been on loan to Ibar. Golini, that's it. He was at Villa. Yeah, yeah, and Man United. And it was awful. Yeah, but he's but, been playing. Yeah, he's, he's played football now, so we're gonna see. It's like Mustafi; he was at Everton when he was a U, but he was still awful. So nothing <laughs> changed. Yeah, Christian Romero. But this is the thing with these free signings. As things stand, mm-hmm. you haven't sold Harry Kane, and you brought these guys in. Mm-hmm. You know the depth of your squad. Mm-hmm. You know the areas you feel you need to improve. Yeah, where do you think Tottenham are gonna finish? And let's let's look at the three transfers you've made. If it was these transfers done now, yeah, and it was just that, yeah, because this is what we said earlier in the thing, in it. Oh, okay, yeah, I hear you. Um, Remember, I said with City, you were changing. Yeah, I, I would probably say like maybe six or seven. Okay, but I think so if you we think if the, with the additional signings, that I think if making, we get another right back and we get a centre back and we don't know what happens, I'm hearing that there's a possibility that Ndombele could go because it looks like Nuno has seen him in training and just doesn't maybe like his attitude. And mm-hmm. Nuno said, if you're not going to do what I need you to do, then there's no point in you playing. I think that's his he's attitude. Just interested that's in his Harry. attitude with Harry Kane is if Harry doesn't want to be here, then he doesn't want him. Um, Brian yeah, Hill is a young. Guys, exciting signing. Romero is a loan deal, but as far as I know, it's a permanent deal because basically it just means that we'll pay the money a year in a year's time or something like that. Um, it's similar to the loan um, that we did with Nacelso, yeah. Okay. All right. But with the additional signings, where do you think you'd finish? Well, it depends who the additional signings are. I mean, with does the Harry Mood kind of your Japanese right back and things like that? Do you and think- Martinez. Yeah. If we get them kind of signings, we we can pick. If we get the the, the if you get Martinez, you believe Harry Kane will go? No, you no. I, you, I, I think there's a more, I think there's a more chance that he's actually going to stay if Martinez comes. Okay, I think if Harry Kane goes, that's where we'll really go for um Blahovic, um and then look to have Blahovic and um, Martinez up front together. I think we want, from what I'm hearing, that the club want Martinez anyway whether Harry Kane goes or stays. Mm-hmm. And I think if Harry Kane realised he's going to be partnered with Martinez, you might think, shit, this is a bit of ambition. This is what I was asking for, a bit of ambition. Let me give... Look, if you are support Spurs, I signed my contract and, and Man City are not willing to pay me, pay it for me, then look, I'll just deal with the next three years or whatever. I, I'm not sure. Um, as I said, I, I get his frustrations of why he wants to leave anyway, so... If, if that's what he wants to do and Man City want him enough, they'll pay the money. Tottenham, I'm going to go personally seventh. As I said, the spot I left is fifth. So I'm going to be hopeful. I'm going to be hopeful. Fuck it. Um, I'm going to say fifth. Um, yeah, moving on. Yeah.
on to Watford. Newly promoted, but I mean, back like they never left almost. It hasn't been long since they were a lot in the Prem. Mm. How do you feel they'll fit? And what do you think their objectives will be? I mean, for me personally, uh, it must be staying up. Yeah. Well, to be fair, that's usually the case. Yeah, we're a very promoted team. So objective-wise, I think we're we're both in agreement with what they'll be looking for. Mm. Um, In terms of the players that are at the club and and the ambition of the club... Well, Keeper Saar is huge. Yeah. I think we know that. That's that's Ishmael Saar. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Has to stay. Um, yeah, he played against us before, caused us some serious problems. I mean, electric. Yeah, he's a handful, man. He's a he's he's a handful. Um, I mean, they brought in Dennis, who I'd heard a little bit about, um, from Club Bruges. Uh, nothing like substantial, but I've okay. heard his name before. We've got Danny Rose, free transfer. Ashley Fletcher, former Manchester United forward, um, bought from Middlesbrough, free transfer. Joshua King. Good mm-hmm. transfer, in my opinion. Etobe as well. Yeah, Etobe alone. Etibo, not Etobe. Etibo, sorry. Um, yeah, and they bought a central midfielder, Lauza, I believe, or Luaza. I mean, what to really say about them? They've got Cisco as their manager, a former. Who did he play for again? Drills. So, <laughs> <laughs> I believe you play for Sociedad or Malaga. Um, but yeah, uh, he's going to be new to this kind of challenge, Premier League. I'll be honest, it's going to be a real battle for them, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's always difficult coming from Championship yeah, into Premier League. But I just feel with the inexperience of the manager as well, that it's going to, it's going to really... Yeah, but test it, test him. Yeah, of course, 100%. And he's not, he's not, um, never been at this level or, or, or anything. And, and Watford, as you say, man, Watford team was kind of like, it's weird. They change managers all the time, yeah. But they always seem to kind of get their goals. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, the Xiao Pedro, you, I'm excited to see. 19 year old Brazilian, heard a lot of things about him. Um, so I'm interested to see what, what he can do at this level because they're going to need, as we say all the time, they're going to need a goal scorer. Troy Deeney is 33 now. And he came out and said, listen, he just doesn't care how many minutes he gets. He'll be um, silencing some critics by just even playing. So I think he's not expecting too much this season. But yeah, as you said, Dennis, be interested to see what he can do. Joshua King, as I said, a, a guy who's played at this level. On on paper, it, it's okay that, that midfield, Will Hughes, I'm a fan of. Um, Chalabar is, is is a very mature player. That's how he comes across. Cleverly experienced. Um, what did you say? Danny Rose experienced. Cabecele, um, I thought was decent last time um, Watford were in the premiership. Craig Cathcart gives him with a couple goals. He's a reliable defender. Um, so yeah, I, 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 Messina as well. Sorry, um, left back is a decent player as well. Kiko Firmino still there at this level. I think he's just a bit, a bit too lightweight. But um, yeah, it's going to be tough. We know that um, for Watford, as I say, 
they would beg for beg for anything just to finish seventeenth. So um, prediction. Um, a joke. Does a Newcastle twentieth? Well, I have to stick with it. Um, just, um, looking at this now. <laughs> yeah, got these buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say nineteenth. I don't think I said nineteenth before. I think it's at eighteenth by um, Burnley. Oh no! Then I have to rearrange because this means they're gonna finish nineteenth. Brentford will finish eighteenth, and Norwich seventeenth. I don't know where I said Brentford, but anyway, I think I said relegated. Um, so I've got four teams getting <laughs> Moving on to the most divisive team in the Premier League, in my opinion. Why? Because they had a really good year last year. Oh, what's that? And then, as usual, what always happens at their club whenever they do well? Shit. They don't spend no money or, or tell their fans that they can't spend money. Let's have a look at the window, man. I mean, I think the concern is is, is squad. Because they're going to be in Europe this year. Yes. And we've seen... But this is the thing. You need to spend money now. Yeah, you, we've seen Burnley be in Europe and it just completely just turned them to shit for like four months. They were absolutely awful. Worse than they've ever been and they're kind of shit as it is. Um, listen, they... As I said, man, I, I think no fans was an advantage for them. Is it going to be a happier place? I expect it because remember last season they didn't even want Moise, so... I think it was a, more of a, a comfortable place to play in. Signings-wise... They've made two signings. I mean, it's not very promising. Look, with, with the season's starting on Friday. One of them was there last season. That's Greg Dawson. He was a good signing, don't get yeah, me wrong. Good to keep the thing. It's basically the same squad as last year and you've added a keeper. Now, we look they at that... Thought, sorry, for a centre-back. Mielovic or something like that um, from Fiorentina who was linked with us mm. and he's kind of highly kind of rated. Um, but once again, it's not enough. Let's be honest. We look at nah. we look at their squad. Declan Rice gets injured. Trouble. Yeah, a hundred percent. Antonio isn't starting. Trouble. Milenkovic, sorry, oh. Milenkovic is is. is I like, mean, Antonio. Any injury to him? Ah, oh, trouble. One hundred percent. They need to back up their their options. It's not just for Europe. To have a squad built for Europe, just to make for the sure, Premier League. Yeah. yeah, if anything goes wrong, mm. and I always feel like whenever they get to a position, we saw with Payet, yeah. they get to a position where you're like, hey, nah, them, the potential that they see in themselves, and throughout the years they've always had good individuals come through the club. Mm-hmm. You're like, if they kept this guy, or did it, they finally did it and got a good group together, yeah. and then you don't invest in yourself, and then obviously they see no ambition and say, I don't want to stay in this. Mm. So, I mean, maybe they're one of the clubs that are really feeling the effects of the pandemic. I'm not sure. Maybe it was the worst time for them to finish in Europe. Um, but 100%, the Antonio thing, obviously Lingard looks like he's not going to come back. Mm. Um, I think it's a busy season for Ben Rama. I think he's a good player. Um, I think they've got to find a place for him in that starting lineup because I think he has the ability to start. Bowen's a good player. Um, they still got Yarmolenko at the moment. Who plays? Who plays? Behind the strikers is Fornals. Yeah, Lanzini is. He shouldn't be there no more. No. I don't know how much money they will get from him. Maybe that's why he's not sold. But they try and cash in on him. And obviously, Felipe Anderson's finally left. Always time he was. Still got Yarmolenko. Um, yeah, 
as I said, man, that centre forward is an issue because if anything happens to Antonio, they are fucked. Crisis. Yeah, they're fucked. Um, I, I just gonna... think they're too lightweight. Yeah. yeah, they're too lightweight. And I know this sounds weird, but objectives wise, top 10. Uh, personally, top with 10. being in Europe, I think top 10. They would love to finish in Europe again, but I, I think realistically, realistic, it's being realistic. Top 10, and I'm just going to add this for them personally a club objective is be more stable. If you are hit with an injury and whatever, you want to see a bit of more stability with them where it doesn't have such a massive effect on, on their but how, how, but it, how but this can is that, where they need to buy squad size. Yeah. yeah. But I think that is actually one of their objectives to get their squad to a condition. Well, it doesn't look like in it. a good condition. It doesn't look no, like but that needs to be an objective, in my opinion. Mm. It, may, it may not be one, but that is something they seriously need to look at. Prediction? I'll go for 12. Um, I'm trying to remember the places that I said, but... I'm going to go for, yeah, I think they'll finish outside top 10 because of Europe. So I don't know if I put anyone 11th. Um, I'm going to put them 11th. And the final team is Wolves, who finished 13th last season, um, which was a disappointing season coming off the back of two eighth place finishes. Yeah, two eighth place finishes. Um, and they had European football. Obviously, we know last season the injury to Jimenez and and um, obviously they lost Jota and, and Doherty. Now they've lost Nuno. Um, they've got another Portuguese manager. I think he's lag. I've, I've heard that the players, I think it was Cody. Now Cody's club captain, so maybe he was going to come out and say this anyway, but he says, you know, he, he's really good with the players and stuff. Um, and they really like working with him. Um, I don't know transfer window we'll have a look at the window that they've done if they've done any business I I, I believe it's been a quiet one because I haven't really heard anything about Wolves um, it's like Mendes has kind of gone quiet on them at the moment um, yeah let's look I mean Newry they had on, on last season they've made permanent they've got a young Exciting, oh, I think it's an exciting loan signing. We'll see what he does. Um, how do you pronounce his name from Barcelona? Fran- Francisco Trincao. Yeah, um, 21 year old Portuguese winger. Um, they've replaced Rui Patricio, who has gone to Roma, um, to join Mourinho. They've replaced him with Sa from Olympiacos. Um, oh, not too much business. I guess maybe kind of a good thing is not too many outgoings. Um, none really haven't lost the likes of they've replaced the goalkeeper, which is okay. He was a good goalkeeper, Rui Patricio, but the likes of Ruben Neves hasn't gone yet. He's still there. Um, even though Ardama is unpredictable, if they lost him, it's about replacing him then. He hasn't gone either. Um, but Neto. Yeah, they've got Neto. Jimenez is back yeah. now. Is he going to be the same? We don't know. But um, to be honest, I still feel like the basis is there. Yeah, they've had to make a it's few just tweaks how, here and there. It's just how, how the manager does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Objectives-wise, I think once again, just through the fact that they've had to get rid of their manager, top ten finish would be excellent. Yeah, I think that's what they'd be aiming for. The yeah, possibly, yeah. I think they say to themselves, "We haven't been hurt too much." But we need to we need to knuckle down and get in the groove quickly. If yeah, they can I, do that, then the top ten finishes. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. Um, 
where do I think they finished? As I said, my place is up. Um, I think 12th. I'm going to go for 10th them. Are you going to think they'll bring him to top 10? I think bang on. Um, that's the review of um, the upcoming Premier League season. Yeah. And now we're just going to move on to the first week's yeah, fixtures. Yeah, just update with the first week fixtures. We won't go too in-depth, but we'll just let you know who's playing who. Um, well, let's have a look at them. Um, the Premier League kicks off on Friday night um, with Arsenal travelling to newly promoted um, Brentford. Well, kick off on a Saturday is a, a good good opener for for the Saturday. That'll um, be interesting. Manu leads. Manu leads. Um, will we see Sancho? Will we see Varane? I I doubt it to be honest. I think Sancho might be in the bench, but I don't think we'll see Varane. Um, Burnley are at home to Brighton. Chelsea at home to Crystal Palace. Southampton travel to Everton, and Leicester at home to Wolves. And this new Villa side without Jack Grealish travel to newly promoted Watford. That's the three o'clock kickoffs, and we end Saturday with um, five thirty kickoff. Norwich are at home to Liverpool, um, and then two games on the Sunday to complete the first week of fixtures is um, West Ham travelling up to Newcastle at two o'clock, and at four thirty, what do we call it? The Hurricane Derby. Yeah, we'll call it that. Harry Will Harry Kane be playing for Spurs? I don't think he'll be playing for City, but he might not be playing for Spurs either. Um, at Whitehall Lane, well, I call it Whitehall Lane, um, at 4.30 to kick off the Premier League for the Champions. Um, Our suggestion for you, two picks of the weekend would be the Leeds, Leeds Man United, Manchester United and Tottenham versus Manchester City. So if you want to tune in, make sure... You're sat down for those two games because I don't think you'll want to miss them on the opening weekend. Yep. Um, I'll talk us out. That was episode 10. Um, Premier League review. We also looked at Lionel Messi and we've just told you the fixtures for the first week. So um, that's the end of the episode and take care. Cheers.